Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant Saturday morning right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. IA. Bob Pompiani with you for the next two hours at 412-928-9370. That is the number to call. That is the fan hotline. Matty Harkins is there to take your calls at 412-928-9370. It's also the same as the Edgar Snyder and Associates, uh, Associates fan text line, which is 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates always reminds you to text responsibly. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Our show is brought to you by, and I want to thank them all once again, PNC Bank. Make today the day. You'll get great service at PNC Bank. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 at Expressway with Cochrane.com. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. Zenderovich, Zenderovich, and Fishman. And Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Check them out. Great place to watch sports. All right, we have a lot to get into. I want to hear from you, uh, your opinions about the topic of the week, which was T.J. Watt. Um, we knew it was going to be significant. We weren't sure how significant. It's less significant than I think many people thought on Sunday when he walked off the field basically saying, I tore my pec. Uh, You know how that goes. We've seen it with different people over the years. Now, there was some good news about torn pecs. There's some not so good news. But what right within the Steelers' um, you know, locker room, there is evidence that guys can come back rather quickly. Uh, it happened to uh, Miles Killebrew. In, in fact, he missed the whole preseason because of it, and then he played in the opener. J.C. Hassenauer has had those things happen to him. Uh, it took four weeks. Some take longer. It depends on when you get it, too. The good news for the Steelers is T.J. Watt got this early in the season, which means even though he's on IR and scheduled to miss at minimum four games, he should be back after that at some point. The question is, when does he come back and how much do you risk? I have a Twitter poll up at KD Pomp. Let me know what you think their record will be. The next four games are the Patriots, of course, tomorrow. By the way, I love the Steelers as home underdogs. They've had a really good record as home underdogs. I'm not sure why they're home underdogs. Maybe the T.J. Watt situation has something to do with it. Both these teams have struggling offenses in many different ways. But I, I still, you know, I look at the Patriots and I understand maybe the need for them to win now because they lost last week in Miami and they have some tough games. They have at Pittsburgh, then they have at Ravens, then they have Green Bay. They can likely go 0-4. So it's incumbent upon them to get off the schneid. Bill Belichick's had some success. But the Steelers would love to take out all their recent frustrations against this team and do it in a big way. And I think they will tomorrow. I think I would take them as home underdogs. 
After the Patriots, the Steelers have at Cleveland. That's four days from tomorrow. That's a Thursday night game. Uh, and then it's Jets at home and then at Buffalo. So I'm looking at that and thinking likely it's 2-2, two wins, two losses, which gives them the 3-2 and two overall. Um, you know, but tell me what you think um, on, on the Twitter uh, with the poll so far. I have just put it out, 566 votes. Most people think 2-2. Two and two. Others say 3-1. and one. Very few say 4-0. and oh. Very few say 1 or 3 or winless. How do you feel about that? The other thing that's of concern, even though Najee Harris is going to play tomorrow because he, he practiced on Thursday and Friday, how much work do you actually give him? Knowing that he's had a history of ankle and or foot injuries, and yeah, you need him, and yeah, you want to play him, but at the same time, you have a very important game coming up on Thursday. I might be one to just say, you know what? Uh, we're going to ride with Jalen Samuels today and Benny Snell, and uh, we're going we're gonna, to you know, give Najee some time. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to run it the way they normally run it. And it's incumbent upon the offensive line to do their job and open up some holes, which they did not do in the run game. And the fact that Chase Claypool, I think, was their leading rusher tells you a lot about what they think or what they've done with their with their run game. But, you know, it's, it's funny how this goes because if you look at certain numbers on, you know, PFF, for example, they break down and they came away saying that – the Steelers had the second-best pass blocking in the NFL last week. And using their logic, you would say that's probably true. Trubisky was sacked just once. They didn't get much pressure on him. He got the ball away rather quickly. But it was more of a kind of a defensive mindset for an offensive team. In other words, don't make mistakes, be cautious, throw it here, don't do this, overthrow when need be. And that's fine when you're on the road. You know, And last year the Steelers had five turnovers against Cincinnati – they they lost him, I should say, and as a result, they lost both games. They won that battle five zip, and barely won the game. What a game that was! And I'd like to hear your thoughts about that game. I haven't spoken to you guys here on this show since last week, and what an amazing turn of events! Twenty three twenty in overtime, and some of the weirdest things you can possibly see in a football game happen on that day. But Trubisky sacked only once. That's a good thing. But they got to be more involved in longer developing plays and throwing the ball down the field with success. And I hope that happens in this game. Uh, they have to have a good run game to open up pre uh, play action. You know that going in. Uh, but it would be incumbent upon this team to not lose the possession battle um, and take advantage of situations when they have them. Uh, against New England, a struggling offense has managed just seven points, although they did move the ball. Looking at their game tape this week, they moved the ball up and down the field at times against Miami. They just couldn't come up away with points. Mac Jones was injured in that game, went through tests. He's okay with his back. He missed a practice later in the week because of a, a sickness, but he was there, and he will play tomorrow against the Steelers, which you can watch on KDK TV. We begin our pregame show at 11.30 in the morning, and then we follow it up with two hours of postgame. So join us for that. Tonight we have the Mike Tomlin Show, 10 or 11.35 on KDK. A lot of stuff coming at you with regard to this game, and it is a very big game. So tell me what you think about that. Tell me are the keys for you, what the Steelers have to do, and if you are bullish like I am on the Steelers winning this game as home underdogs because I think they will win this game and get to 2-0, which sets up a very interesting game uh, Thursday night against the Cleveland Browns, who, by the way, have the Jets at home tomorrow. So you would think they're going to be uh, in a win situation there, and if so, they'll be 2-0. That would be an interesting showdown after they won on the last second play um, 58-yard field goal at Carolina. A lot of interesting stuff in the NFL. It never fails to disappoint, that's for sure. Um, 
Let's talk about also the Pitt Panthers. Later today, they're going to take on Western Michigan. And you may think that's an easy game just on, on surface, but if you you know saw last year's game here, 44-41, Panthers lost a game at home to a team, um, even though Kenny Pickett threw for six touchdown passes. You very rarely see that. But their defense got skewered over 500 yards. They couldn't stop Western Michigan's pass attempt. Uh, this is a game that I would imagine is going to be a difficult game for Pitt, but I one I would suspect that they will rebound and play well in it and and move on. The problem is they're not absolutely sure, at least they're not saying, who will be their quarterback in this game. Both those guys got beat up. And, you know, I thought for sure the, uh, the Pitt Panther offensive line was going to be uh, a strong point. They returned everyone. It's an experienced group, but yet they got pretty much decimated in the first two weeks. Uh, in the opener against West Virginia, had a lot of success up the middle, putting pressure on quarterbacks who were hit. And then you also had a situation uh, in last week's game against Tennessee where, they, I mean, they were coming at him pretty big. Um, you know, So the bottom line is they have to protect better regardless who's in there. And I suspect that it'll be Slovis, although I'm not sure that he, he – you know, there were speculation about a concussion and maybe a shoulder injury. Patty got beat up pretty well. He could hardly walk, which – Going back to that game last week, I was surprised that Pat Narduzzi did not go for a two-point conversion late in the game when he had an opportunity just just to say, "All right, we got a quarter. If this game extends, my quarterback's not going to be able to make plays. I'm under. He can't get the ball down the field in, in quick enough time because he's hobbling as if he's on one leg. I would have gone for two there. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seven. We've got that. Penn State takes on Auburn today. That should be a good game. Going to check that one up. It's three thirty on KDKA. You can watch the game. And see for yourself as Penn State tries to get 3-0 and on the season. Let's go to the phone lines. Alan joins us on line one today. Hey, Alan, how are you? Good morning, Bob. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks. Beautiful day. Hey, I wanted to touch on something with Steelers and Trubisky. And so far, I'm on board with the plan. I think that the Steelers are on. I, I think um, the one thing I worry about a little bit is it's already reminding me of 2019 when Mason sort of had to step in for Ben after the injury. And, you know, the only thing they were doing was winning games and sort of being efficient, and yet this huge storm from the media and fans, they kept just talking about why is he not throwing it downfield? Why is he not getting the ball downfield or pushing downfield? And then, you know, I even heard Feekner then come out, you know, probably three or four games into that, saying how, well, if Ben was quarterback, you know, he'd get it downfield and take his chances. And wouldn't you know at the next game, Mason's out there throwing like three interceptions. And so I, I sort of feel like the same thing is going to happen here with Trubisky. And, and the other thing is, and I get having to take the top off the defense every once in a while, I get that. But the one thing that sort of disappointed me from Sunday's game that, I, that he did touch upon, and I hope it maybe changes a little bit this week, is I was so surprised that he didn't take a few yards, um, you know, put the ball down and run because that is part of his game. And through the whole game, I'm like, man, you got like 10 yards in front of you, and that will back a defense off too. And Burrow started doing it late in the game. And I was saying, why, why can Trubisky not do that? You know, So I hope that's part of the game plan a little, maybe a little bit more this week. Yeah, Alan, I, I agree. Middle of the field. I, you know, I'm not going to overreact to it. I think they were trying not to you know, lose the game in the turnover department, which is something they did twice last year. So they were – you know, you got to be cautious that way, but you can't let it take away from your aggressive nature when you do have the ball in better field position. I think Mitch Trubisky is a heck of an athlete. I think if you look back in the game he played against New England, whenever that was a few years ago, 
He had 81 yards rushing, including a touchdown. You know, he has 10 rushing touchdowns in his career. He can, he can get out. I, I want to see more of the moving pocket variety kind of stuff. Too much jet yeah, sweeps are also very predictable. When you see Claypool in motion, you kind of figure he's going to get it. Um, so hopefully there'll be a little expansion of the playbook here in this game, especially at home on their home opener against a team that they've had tons of frustration against over the years. So I think that's a good point, and we'll find out, obviously, coming up. I want them to be more aggressive. I do down the field. They have too many weapons, uh, and Pat Fryermuth may be the best of them all. Last week, five for 75, and the big, you know, that yeah, throw I mean, that Trubisky made in overtime was as good a throw as you're going to get. Going to his left, backpedaling, uh, back have to reset and throw it to an area where there were three defenders. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Bob. All right, Appreciate thank you, Alan. 412-928-9370. That's the number to call. If you have something you'd like to talk about with regard to the Steelers, coming up, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, yesterday was the three-year anniversary of his acquisition. And what an acquisition that has been. Now, they gave up a first-round pick, which debatable could be a lot of things. Some people believe it might have been Justin Herbert. Uh, some people, you know, if you look, what the Dolphins got was an offensive lineman who's now out with an injury. So offensive linemen are in need. There's no question. And I think you can't ignore the fact that in the early portions of a draft, sometimes you get to go with those guys in an effort to make a better offensive line. But when you have a chance to get Minka Fitzpatrick, at the time that trade was made, I was more stunned than anything. But, you know, when you think about the quality of person you're getting, quality of athlete, you knew he was going to be something pretty special, and boy, has he been ever since. So that locked up that position for many years to come. You can get an elite player. To me, there's not much downside as long as that elite player does what he's supposed to do. In the case of a Devin Bush, when you trade up and you don't get the kind of player you expect, then you expose yourself for criticism, but such is the nature of doing business in the NFL with some of these teams. It's it's hard to predict how guys are going to turn out, and – Quite frankly, the Steelers, I thought, did a very, very good thing with that trade. First time ever in like 50-some years they traded a number one pick to get a player, but he was going to be a player who's going to be here for a very long period of time. And coming off this week's performance, he was the AFC Defensive Player of the Week, and you can't deny what he did with 14 tackles, the pick six right off the back, and then the, the blocked extra point. And again, that game, I'd like to hear what you guys have to think. I mean, that was, as uh, if you're a fan, as hard-pounding of a game that you can possibly have. Uh, you're sitting there thinking – once Burrow went to chase, boom, game's over. All they need is an extra point. You're thinking about what happened, who you're going to blame, and then all of a sudden Minka Fitzpatrick comes in on a very slow moving, and it goes to show you how important that long snapper game is. People you know, sometimes make fun of people like long snappers and kickers, but, man, their imprints on games are significant, and in this one it was. Uh, so that kick is blocked. They go on, then there's a 29-yard field goal. The thing about that play that I was surprised, I was talking to Chris Hoke about this as it, you know, we're getting ready for a post-game show. Why would not the holder, you know, if the if the snap is that bad, which it was, it was high, no guarantee, the, you know, it's only a 29-yard fuel. They, they do it on third down, which if you're going to do it on third down, then you know, you should know you have an extra down. If things get botched, fall on the ball and try it again. Or... If you're going to be more aggressive, go run a play then if you're not going to do that. But when that that snap was high, we both kind of made a, a you know, oh, you know, a reaction to it, thinking that it was going to lead to a miss, and it did. Uh, and McPherson, who's as good as they come, and, you know, as far as a young kicker with a lot of uh, great kicks in his, you know, first year, he just yanked that one left like a Joe Starkey drive. No, I don't mean to do that. It was actually like my drive. Joe played pretty well, and I played with him. But, I mean, that that then opened the door for more opportunities for the Steelers, and they finally took advantage of it. 412-928-937, a lot to get into. We're also going to talk about Key Brian Hayes. 
What happened last night? Are you of the belief it's a big item or a little item? I believe it's a big item from an accountability standpoint. What do you think at 412-928-9370? We will come back with those opinions. Call right now. Lines are open at 412-928-9370. Meantime, tell you about PNC Bank because they believe in the power of a helpful watch out. They created low cash mode. What is that? Well, it's a watch out that gives you multiple options and 24 hours of extra time, at least 24 hours. They'll, they'll try to help you here when you have overdraft fees. They come at you when you least expect it. It's one way uh, of many ways that they make a difference for you. Low cash mode on virtual wallet from PNC Bank. Available on all virtual wallet products. The PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. All rights reserved. PNC Bank. National Association member FDIC. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. That's the number. Call Matt Harkins. Picks up the phone. He puts you on with me. We chat about the Steelers Patriots, who I like as home dogs. I think the Steelers are going to win that game outright. They're two point underdogs. College football today. Pitt will go to Western Michigan. We have our pregame show beginning at four thirty this afternoon. Uh, Paul Zeiss and Doran Dickerson join me before the network pregame show. Pitt at Western Michigan. A little bit of a trap game uh, kind of ambiance to this one after two big games against. West Virginia and then Tennessee. Pitt goes on the road to a team they lost. The good thing about this is Pitt lost last year, looking at it from this year's perspective. They lost. They know they need to win this game. They are 11-point favorites, depending on what book you look at. It's a lot of points, but Western Michigan is not the same team as they were last year. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They still can throw little things at you. They played Michigan State earlier this year and gave them a little bit of trouble before Michigan State actually pulled away. So, we'll see. Penn State, they're on the road. They're... Um, Two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Auburn today. You'll see that one on KDKA today at 3.30 in the afternoon. How about Jerry Schmidt and his Duquesne Dukes? First of all, they went to Florida State, and now they're in Hawaii. If you're a player who wants to go to a a nice school like Duquesne, good education, opportunity to play football, and you're not a D1 kind of guy, you know, heavily recruited, that's a good place to go. And Jerry's going to take you to places that you've maybe never been to. (laughs) And he wants to get as good an idea of what his team is and the best way to do is play up 
up on your schedule, and he does that. 412-928-9370. Let's go to Rob on the cell. Rob, how you doing? Good, Bob. I want to talk about the Steelers. You know, this, this past game we've seen with Cincinnati, that was one of the worst played games I've ever seen uh, on both teams. I mean, they were just totally unprepared. And the point I like to get to is this is why we should have had a real quarterback competition in camp instead of just designating Trubisky, uh, you know, the starting quarterback from their first day of the but, but, Rob, they won the game. Oh, they won the game. The game was handed to them repeatedly. Okay. And they couldn't even capitalize on it. I mean, that's the facts of the case. If Trubisky has another – lays another egg like he did this past week. It's time to open this quarterback competition and give Rudolph an actual shot at playing. Well, here's the thing. They're looking to get off to a good start with this schedule, and they won a game on the road that nobody really expected them to win. Um, Cincinnati, for all its many talents, were awful that day. They, you're right. They handed the ball to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who gladly took it, but it took a while for them to accept it. <laughs> they had to go to overtime to do it. But – I think Trubisky, the one thing you can say is that in so far this entire time in Pittsburgh, he hasn't thrown the ball to anyone but Pittsburgh Steelers. No interceptions. And I think that's a big part of keeping teams in games, especially when I think their offensive line, you, you want to seemingly put it all on Trubisky. I think their offensive line has just not taken on the kind of responsibility in the run game that it needs to. And when that gets shut down, Cincinnati lined up eight guys in the box. They're, they're going to make it tough for you to do anything. Uh, if you can't run the ball. So bot- the oh, bottom line is they, they need more than just Mitch Trubisky to play better. And, yes, he can. But I thought he played his best in, in the crunch time of overtime. Uh, he was 4-4 four well, four in that Well, here's the thing. I, I agree with you 100% about the line. I've talked to you about this before, how Tomlin refuses to draft talented linemen. You know, he'd rather take the skill position players. But that being said, you need to fix the line. You really need five guys to fix the quarterback you can do it with one. And I'm, I'm not opposed to putting all three three quarterbacks, uh, give them a helmet for the for the games, and if one ain't getting it done, put the up one of the other ones in and see who can get the, the team moving in a good direction. I think ideally, Rob, they want to they give Kenny Pickett as much time as he can to absorb what goes on in this league at that level of football from the sidelines. There will be a time when he gets in there. When he does, it's his team, and it's his future moving forward. It's their future moving forward. But for now, they're trying to win games with an experienced quarterback. And let's, you know, I hope Steeler fans tomorrow who go to the home game don't get impatient to the point where they start booing early in games. Let it develop. Watch what happens. And, again, if Mitch Trubisky plays the way I think he's capable of playing, you're going to see some throws down the field. You're going to see some moving pockets and some runs because he's athletic enough to do it. Rob, thanks for the call. I appreciate it we got to move along. We're going to go to the counselor who joins us right now on the cell. What's up, counselor? Hey, Bob. How are you? My one comment about the philosophy, I understand we have to take care of the ball. But that one play that Pickens had single coverage and he had a step and a half on the uh, cover guy, he threw it, and even Trubisky said, I threw it out of bounds purposely. I think right. That's the wrong mindset. That's the wrong mindset. I don't like that. I mean, that's again an indictment of just this. You know, I'm. I'm we're going to play very, very defensive, even though we're on offense. And I don't think you can be productive that way. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You you got a guy who's practically shown that he can make plays 
all the time in camp, you got to throw that ball. So, yeah, you throw it to his left outside shoulder if it's going down the left side. But so if it, he can't catch it, it goes out of bounds. But it's purposely just to throw it out of bounds because you don't want a possibility of an interception. doesn't seem to me to be a very productive Mindset, no, but I also period. think they were on the road in a very tough place to play, a team that went to the Super Bowl. The expectations were not high. They played it close to the vest. I think admittedly they did that so that they could be in the game, and they were in the game. They took advantage of their defense, and I think if you looked at the beginning of the season when people said, how will this team be competitive? My answer always was their defense has got to be dominant just the way he said it would be. It's hard to be dominant, but if you can be dominant, you're going to keep your, your offense in games until they try to hopefully figure it out. Now, the next layer of that, Counselor, is they got to figure it out and take pressure off the defense because you will not get a, a performance as good as that the rest of the year. That was his. Yeah, but you know, right now you're not going to have um, uh, TJ Watt for at least four to five games. So you're right. not going to get that explosive the, play. The one thing I, you know, this, the problem with having TJ Watt out of this lineup, number one, it puts a lot of emphasis on Alex Highsmith. Number two, it affects how they get to the quarterback. Which means, even though last week they showed blitz only, I think twenty four percent of the time, they they didn't blitz that much. They may have to, you know, create more opportunities where they get aggressive defensively. I know Brian Flores likes to play that way sometimes, uh, and if he and Terrell Austin decide that that's a good way to do it, they may blitz more. But if if you do that, you're going to have some single coverage down the field. If you don't get to the quarterback, things can happen that are not very good on my your side. Uh, um, concern is that the Malik. Um, I guess it's Anderson, I think, is his name. He's okay at rushing the passer. I don't know if he can set the edge, and New England is a running team. That's yeah, New, New England doesn't have a lot of people that you would recognize. That's the thing about this. Bill Belichick, you know, people wondered about Tom Brady's impact. Well, I think you've pretty much seen it so far, that Belichick is trying to retool this team. Do you like Mac Jones as a quarterback? I'm kind of lukewarm right now on him. I don't know what to expect. But, you know, they have a lot of guys that they, you know, Jacoby Myers is talented. Devontae Parker is. They have Hunter Henry. They brought him in. I think he could be, uh, you know, in tight ends. Tight ends, good tight ends have had a way of beating the Steelers. Defensively, they got some guys that you do know. Matthew Judon, Dev, Devin McCourty being two of them. But it's a different kind of New England team. And quite frankly, if they don't win this week, they got at Baltimore and then they got Green Bay, they could go 0-4. And, and if they do, they're out of the race already. Well, I just, like I said, I, I don't know if Malik, Malik Anderson can set the edge. I, you know, I realize they're going to key double team uh, uh, Alex Highsmith, but I'm more concerned about can he set the edge because New England is a running team. It's not a, you know, like Cincinnati a pass right. first. I mean, based on over-number numbers, I would think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. But when I do that normally, I end up being surprised. So I'm going to maybe go a little higher numbers than this in this game. I think you'll see some offensive plays on both teams uh, here in week number two. Thanks, Counselor. Appreciate your call at 412-928-9370. We have more on the way. I do want to get into Brian Hayes and your thoughts about what happened last night. Now, you could tell me it's insignificant because he wasn't involved in the play. But the fact that when a third baseman, uh, who's one of your leaders, is taking his glove off as the play is still in progress and right in front of him and eating sunflower seeds, I will tell you that that's a lack of accountability that needs to be addressed. I don't care about where he was on that play. You're always taught in baseball you got to keep moving. you got to keep yourself in the play, involved. Eating sunflower seeds 
is not being involved. Certainly not in the middle of a play. Your thoughts, 412-928-9370. We'll talk about that. Hey, Penguin season's about to begin. Those of you who uh, have some thoughts about the Penguins, I'd be uh, interested to hear that as well. Give us a call. We'll get into a little bit of pirate talk with regard to Brian Hayes and some of the good performances you've seen from some of these younger guys coming up. That and a lot of other football stuff on deck right here. It's the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, talking right now about Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Well, listen, so I was driving home last night. We went to this Asian lantern festival. Have you ever seen that, Maddie? By the way, at the Pittsburgh Zoo, it is phenomenal. Uh, it's got a great cultural background about some of the stuff, uh, you know, Asian traditions. But these the lanterns are beautiful and just huge. They put a lot of time and effort in. It's almost like a Christmas version of, you know, what you would expect at Christmas time. Lights, kids love it. Anyway. So this guy is weaving in and out of my in my lane. I mean, really at a high speed and making me mad that somebody could be this irresponsible, high traffic volume of cars. And, you know, it made me think when this happens, when this, and it results in an accident, which it didn't, thankfully, but if it did, you should call somebody like Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman because they're there for you on these kind of situations. It's not your fault some guy's out of control doing this kind of stuff. Listen, call them, 412 Actually, one eight 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 ninety eight twins. They have a four one two number, but I'm not going to give that to you because I think that's a different number. One eight 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 ninety eight twins. Ninety eight twins dot com. They have a ninety nine percent success rate. Twenty five years of practice. They have an A plus. Better Better Business Bureau ranking, and they fee is always twenty five percent. They do not charge forty percent, no matter how long your case takes. So don't pay other firms forty percent. It's almost half your pedal, uh, settlement. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Their fee is twenty five percent. From start to finish, you settle, it's 25%. You go to the Supreme Court, it's still 25%. No fee unless recovery is made. The phone call, the consultation, always free. When you need a helping hand and it's not your fault and you want to go get into action, call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. You know them. They got your back, not your wallet. All right, welcome back, and thank you to our sponsors, PNC Bank, Ireland Contracting, number one, Cochrane, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, and Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. So, I'm going to get your take on the loss of T.J. Watt. Over the next four games, how do you see them playing out? Patriots tomorrow at home. Cleveland Thursday on the road. That's a short turnaround week. Four days, and Cleveland could be 2-0. They take on the Jets tomorrow at home. After that, it's the Jets in Pittsburgh, and then a trip to Buffalo to take on the Bills, followed by Tampa Bay. So, if it's five weeks, you got two really good, solid teams there with Buffalo and Tampa Bay in the equation. And at that point, things can get a little dicey. Again, I think the Steelers will rely on, you know, Malik Reed's a good guy they picked up. He has a history. He's been in this situation before when Von Miller was injured. Uh, Chubb was injured. He was a guy that stepped up and did a good job. That was a good pickup for them. Uh, Along with Jameer Jones, who they liked, they let go. Uh, He went to Jacksonville. He was available. They took him. You know, we'll see. Guys are going to get opportunities. But quite frankly, Bill Belichick will make sure that, uh, if anything, he makes uh, Alex Highsmith a non-issue in this game and rely on other people, which means I think Brian Flores, who should have a good understanding of what's gone on with uh, Bill Belichick over the years, he knows him better than most. Um, you know, I, I think they may try to blitz a little bit. And if New England um, relies on their quarterback a little bit too much, uh, Mac Jones is a guy who can make mistakes. He threw a bad pick last week in the Miami loss. 412-928-9370. Tell me how much of an impact that will have. I say two wins, two losses would be a good thing. They get the three and two heading 
into a home game against Tampa Bay. Neil joins us right now on the fan hotline. Neil, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. I think they'll go one and three. Um, I think they'll uh, win this week and then they'll lose their next three. Even to the um, Jets? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes, they'll lose to the Jets. Uh, I want to call about the Pirates, though, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when is it going to end? Um, you know, I know that Bob, I know you've heard it. I've heard you say it many times. You can't force Bob Knight to sell a team. Well, they could stop going. They could start. You know, uh, we have to, as fans, have to start putting up with this. He's not committed to winning. He's committed to putting forty to forty-five million in his pocket every year, and it's tired. He's an embarrassment to the city of Pittsburgh. He's the Cleveland Browns of the Major League Baseball. Ben Charrington doesn't know talent. The Pirates continue to have people. And I'm not talking about Garrett Cole that lead the organization to do better. The players on the field are playing like you saw yesterday, like they don't care. And you know, Ben Charrington, like this guy has to go. Well, first of all, you know, before you say that, I think you got to give it. Don't you, Neil? uh, Neil, need to give it a little bit more time here. I think you can make a case that, you know, the O'Neill Cruz situation is developing very favorably for them. I think Rodolfo Castro is developed favorably for them. That could be your um, double play duo next year. You know, guys like Newman and Michael Chavis and uh, who am I missing? Uh, The outfielder. Uh, Those are all good bench players. Ben Gamble. Um, you know, the, on a good team, that's what they are. They're bench players. Michael Chavis can be, but I, I see development on those two that I mentioned. I see Ronzi Contreras doing well. I like that. Uh, I think they have some guys. Before I say he's a bad talent evaluator, don't you, Neil, have to see a little bit more from him uh, with regard to these guys and when they come up? Neil, are you there? Apparently, Neil's not there. Okay, well, sorry, Neil. I thought you were on the phone. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. If you want to call back, please do so. Um, but yeah, I mean, quite frankly, they need to do more. I've been on that situation for years. It, it, it's in conjunction with the economics of baseball. It all sucks, to be honest with you, and it allows for this to happen. You can't allow an owner not to have an opportunity. Uh, to be responsible for his payroll. And until I see differently, I'm going to always maintain that. Uh, there are defenders of, of the way they do business. I don't agree with it at all. To me, even when you have a, a bad team, you can go out and get some players who make it better and give the fans a little bit something. Uh, spend some money. Even if it results in non-winning, spend some money. Do something. Um, def- defending his spending habits is unacceptable. I don't, and I never will. Don and Bethel Park. Go ahead, Don. Good morning. How you doing, Bob? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, a couple years ago, Aaron Rodgers spelled out R-E-L-A-X, and that's what we need to do. I mean, it's only one game, and let Mitch get a chance to get used to the offense, get used to the team. It takes cohesion. Everybody's got to work together. They, they already won one they weren't supposed to. Um, in unique fashion at that, I think they'll be good. I, I have them actually going 4-0, and, and they'll win their next four Wow, games, 4-0. Yeah, I think that, that means a win at though. Buffalo again. Yeah, I actually have them winning at Buffalo. Uh, they the way the defense is playing, uh, they confused um, Allen last year. They really did, and I I, I have a feeling they're going to do it again. The Buffalo is not strong under run game. I don't think. I know they rely on the pass. I know they have a, they, their offensive line's good, but their running game I don't think is is, is their strong point. If they can confuse Josh Allen into making some mistakes. They did it last year. 
I don't. I think they can do it again. I can actually see them starting the season. Their, their only loss I think I see them in, in the first half of the season is definitely to Tom Brady. I think they'll lose to Tampa at home. Yeah, well, that depends on how Tom Brady's uh, marital situation develops or unfolds or falls apart, too. I mean, these kinds of things can affect players. I don't think it will with him. But regardless, that that Buffalo game, I'm surprised. I I don't think you're going to see them do it again, mostly because they did it last year to them. And I think Buffalo is a team right now that has very few weaknesses. Uh, I look for them. They have weaknesses, correct. But the the problem is I think Josh Allen has a tendency to overthink and over – it happened against Kansas City. They thought they had that game one in the playoffs. They went right down the field, and everybody relaxed, and they, they boom, they turned around 13 seconds and lost the game. Buffalo has a tendency to do this. If you look at their losses that they've had, the losses they've had, they have, they relax. They tend to take advantage of situations where they're like, oh, okay, we got this, and next thing you know, boom, somebody just jumps up and surprises them. They're going to have a surprising loss, and I think it's going to be the Steelers. All right, appreciate it. Don, appreciate your thoughts there. I, I disagree, but I think that's uh, if they do go four and zero, boy, that would be something. And then T.J. Watt would come back. But I, I really think uh, reality is that they're gonna they're gonna miss him. It's hard not to miss him. I think they're zero four without him when he doesn't start a game. Uh, he's a difference maker, and he also affects how you scheme other teams. Uh, and I think other teams will take advantage of that at times. So we'll see how it goes. I think two and two is realistic. It could be three and one. Uh, the Jets are not very good right now. I, I don't know what to think of Zach Wilson. He's young. He's had injuries. He, we're not going to know much, I don't think, even through this season. That game in Cleveland is going to be pivotal, though. Cleveland has a very good roster and a good team minus quarterback. But I think they can get enough out of Jacoby Brissett in the interim that they can win their share of games. Mike in Uniontown joins us right now. Hey, Mike. Hi, Bob. As far as TJ goes, as far as I'm, I'm concerned, your good player is as good as the team around him. And that Heisman really picked it up. I look for big things this year from him. And the guy that's going to take TJ's place, I look look for him to go do real well. But the thing of it is, too, Bob, on their wide receiver, that picking, that George picking, I look for big things from him. I'm going to hang up with All right. Well, I hope so. You know, he had a fabulous preseason, but yes, uh, in the game against uh, Cincinnati last week, uh, didn't have much to show for it, although he was open a couple of times. So hopefully they'll find him. Hopefully he'll make big plays down the field and open things up so a run game can get on track a little bit, regardless of who's, who, who's running the ball. But if you're looking – I talked about Najee Harris. If he's in there, I still will defer a little bit to Jalen Warren – Benny Stowe, whomever. I wouldn't put too much on him this week because there's a game in four days, and if those foot injuries keep recurring, that could be a bad thing longer term. I don't know enough about the injury because they don't say much. He practiced all this week. He looked okay. But you know what happens to foot injuries. Once they happen, especially Liz Frank, uh, it can happen again. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Let me know what you think. We'll continue this conversation on the other side of the noon break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 